Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 168. When the person who so strongly opposed my participation in the retreat saw me, she showed surprise and dissatisfaction. Paying no heed to this, I greeted her affectionately and went to visit the Lord in order to learn how I should conduct myself during the retreat. My conversation with the Lord Jesus before the retreat. Jesus told me that this retreat would be a little different from others. You shall strive to maintain a profound peace in respect to your communings with me. I will remove all doubts in this regard. I know that you are at peace now as I speak to you, but the moment I stop talking to you, you will start looking for doubts. But I want you to know that I will affirm your soul to such a degree that even if you wanted to be troubled, it will not be within your power. And as a proof that it is I who am speaking to you, you will go to confession on the second day of the retreat to the priest who is preaching the retreat. You will go to him as soon as he has finished his conference and will present to him all your doubts concerning me. I will answer you through his lips, and then your fears will end. During this retreat, observe strict silence, that it will be as though nothing exists around you. You shall speak only to me and to your confessor. You will ask your superiors only for penances. I felt immense joy that the Lord would show me such kindness and lower himself so much for my sake. The first day of the retreat, I tried to be the first in the chapel in the morning. Before the meditation, I had a bit of time for prayer to the Holy Spirit and to Our Lady. I earnestly begged the Mother of God to obtain for me the grace of fidelity to these inner inspirations and of faithfully carrying out God's will, whatever it might be. I began this retreat with a very special kind of courage. Struggle to keep silence. As usual, sisters from various houses came to the retreat. One of the sisters whom I had not seen for a long time came to my cell and said she had something to tell me. I did not answer her, and she saw that I did not want to break silence. She said to me, I didn't know you were such an eccentric sister, and she went away. I was well aware that she had no other business with me than to satisfy her own curious self-love. O oh God, preserve me in faithfulness. The father who preached the retreat came from America. He had come to Poland for only a short time, and it so happened that he conducted our retreat. A deep interior life was reflected from his person. His bearing testified to the greatness of his spirit. Mortification and recollection characterized this priest, but despite these great virtues, I experienced much difficulty in revealing my soul to him in regard to graces received. As for sins, it is always easy to do so, but in respect to graces, I really have to make a great effort, and even then, I do not tell everything. Satan's Temptations During Meditation I felt a strange fear that the priest would not understand me or that he would have no time to hear everything I would have to say. How am I going to tell him all this? If it were Father Butkovsky, I could do it more easily. But this Jesuit, whom I am seeing for the first time, 
Then I remembered Father Butkovsky's advice that I should at least take brief notes of the lights sent to me by God during the retreats and give him at least a brief report on them. My God, for a day and a half all has gone well, and now a life-and-death struggle is beginning. The conference is to start in a half hour, and then I am to go to confession. Satan tried to persuade me into believing that if any superiors have told me that my inner life is an illusion, why should I ask again and trouble the confessor? Didn't M.X., probably Mother Jane, tell you that the Lord Jesus does not commune with souls as miserable as yours? This confessor is going to tell you the same thing. Why speak to him about all this? These are not sins. And Mother X told you that all this communing with the Lord Jesus was daydreaming and pure hysteria. So why tell it to this confessor? You would do better to dismiss all this as illusions. Look how many humiliations you have suffered because of them, and how many more are still awaiting you, and all the sisters know that you are a hysteric. Jesus, I called out with all the strength of my soul. Here, St. Faustina has an interesting encounter with the sister who didn't want her to go on the retreat. We have no idea why she was opposed to the idea, but St. Faustina handles it perfectly by greeting her affectionately. We can all learn from her. And then Sister Faustina didn't dwell on it, but she went into the chapel to pray about the retreat. That is another lesson we can learn from her. She always prayed in advance and begged for special graces for particular intentions. She knew that without God's help, nothing is possible. The Lord reassured her that he would be with her during that retreat and that he would speak to her through the confessor. Another sister on the retreat wanted to talk and even gossip, but Faustina resisted even though it cost her. The Lord had told her to speak to no one and she obeyed. She struggled to open herself to the priest and Satan tempted her to not reveal herself. He tried every trick in the book. In the end, St. Faustina simply cried out, Jesus! Sometimes that is our best and most effective prayer.